0: What is going on online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, we're gonna be talking about B Mark's no bullshit policy. So guys, recently this weekend, I took a trip to Vancouver and on this trip out to Vancouver, I went out to see one of my really good friends name's Brendan Lund. Who here knows Brendan? Brendan Lund, he's baby on TikTok. And on this trip to Vancouver, like we had a lot of really, really kind of like deep, like intense talks just about life and where we're at right now. And like all of us, like me, Kirsten, Brendan, like we're all, Kirsten just turned 30. I'm turning 30 this year. And so it's just like a deep appreciation for like our life and like what we've created in the last few years. And it just made me super fucking grateful to be like where I'm at in life because I think that now where I'm at right now in life is I'm surrounded by people who inspire me. I'm surrounded by people who support my goals. I'm surrounded by people who are like on the same page as me like in terms of their vision and they're like working on their goals, working on their mindsets, working on becoming better people. And it made me super grateful because I can honestly remember a time in my life wasn't always like that. Were my friends, like, it's almost like the people around me were stuck in the same place. They weren't, and that doesn't make them good or bad people, but let's talk about progress and success. In terms of, like, the progress and the success that they were making in their life, like, they just weren't challenging themselves. They weren't reaching for another level they weren't pushing themselves to be better people and you know going after their goals and dreams and their ambitions and all the things that they wanted in life and so for me i also want to talk about myself because a few years ago you guys like i wasn't the best friend either like i used to be the type of person who would just straight up bail on commitments like i would like say i was going to meet my friend somewhere or say i was going to go on a trip or i said i was going to do something and then i would bail because i just didn't feel like going or i didn't want to or whatever and i'd make some sort of like actual logical excuse about why i couldn't do something i used to be the friend that would like tell little white lies to get out of things because i wasn't really good at being honest and integral and like sticking to my word and so i would tell little white lies to like get out of shit i used to be the type of friend that like wasn't fully present with my friends and like even though i was hanging out with my friends i wasn't actually spending time with them like i wasn't really being fully present And I never really took a minute to wonder like why the quality of my relationships weren't so high. Like it never really dawned on me that like I was the problem. I never really like thought about it, but today I'm gonna give you guys a secret on like how I became a better person. All right, I wanna talk to you guys about how I became a better person. Today I'm gonna talk to you guys about how I developed this like this no bullshit policy in my life and how it allowed me to be real as fuck because developing a no bullshit policy in my own life the key is for myself allowed me to hold that no bullshit policy with my friend group with others and it also attracted people to me that were also no bullshit people so now i have no drama in my life so i want to talk to you guys and i want to be real with you about my struggle with chewing tobacco you guys when i was chewing tobacco like i can't tell you how many times I struggled over and over and over again to quit. Like I said I was gonna quit probably like 30 to 40 times. In fact, I said I was gonna quit so many times that by the time I actually like made the decision to quit, Kristen didn't believe me because she had like, she had watched me say I was gonna quit and then go back to it over and over and over again. And so I was bullshitting myself every single day on every single level, every single time I was chewing tobacco. And I tried over and over and over and over again to quit. I tried everything. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to stop on Monday. Okay, I'm only going to do it on vacations. Okay, I'm only going to chew tobacco when nobody else is around. Okay, I'm only going to chew tobacco on the weekend. Okay, I'm only going to chew tobacco at special events. I tried everything. But at the end of the day, I always found like a reason to go back to my bullshit. Like I'd be like, oh, you know, chewing tobacco helps me focus. And so I need it. And so I would have a hard time focusing on a project and I'd be like, chew tobacco. Or I'd be like, I'd have a stressful day and I'd be like, oh, chewing tobacco de-stresses me. And so, I, if I'd be really stressed out, I'd be like, "Oh, I need to, I need to chew tobacco. I need to. I know I quit, but I need to because I'm stressed, right?" And so, I, I was just bullshitting myself. Like I was literally completely bullshitting myself. I helped me think, right? And so, like I would, like I would be stuck on a problem, and I'd be like, "Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna chew tobacco, and it's gonna help me think." And the truth is that. I was fucking lying to myself. Like I was straight up just like bullshitting myself just like over and over and over again. And when you like live in this reality and it might not just be chewing tobacco for you, but it could be a variety of things, right? It could be, you're not fucking posting on social media. You're not, you're like, you're drinking every weekend. You're drinking every day. You're smoking weed all day, every day, whatever the fuck it is for you, right? Like you're sleeping in, you never fucking post, whatever. You said you were going to study the course and you said you were going to do it tomorrow. Bullshit, 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 right? And the truth is like, I was just lying to myself to, you know, allow myself to continue with my negative habits. And it wasn't until I told myself the fucking truth that I started to make a change. Now, I'm gonna be honest with you. So first things first, let's talk about you. I haven't chewed tobacco in like seven, eight months. Like it's been a long time now. And so whatever it is for you, I want you guys to know that like, I'm not fucking perfect. Okay, so just, I just want to own this. Like I'm not a perfect human. I'm not a perfect person at all. And I don't claim to be, but here's the fucking thing. All right, I want you guys to write this down. When I find a flaw in myself, I fucking fix it. No bullshit. No excuses. And I think that a lot of us, what we do is we hold on to our shit for way too long. Like way too long. Because we have a story that we're attached to. I've, I've talked about this on a previous podcast. But when we have the story that we're attached to, then that will keep us hanging on to our flaws. And maybe your story is your old boss fucked you over. Or your old mentor burned you. Or social media doesn't work. Or online trainers are scam artists. Or in-person training is a way better way to survive. Circum- whatever you're like we're all holding on to this like bullshit story. And so we might have flaws that we need to fix, but we end up bullshitting ourselves and lying to ourselves so that we get to keep doing our petty flaws. Kirsten actually did a counseling session and the counselor said it perfectly. He said, don't baby your petty flaws. Babying your petty flaws means that you're like not accepting full responsibility for the changes that you need to make in your life. And so for me, you guys, like Mark's no bullshit policy, what this truly means in my life is that I hold myself to such a high standard that I do not allow like excuses, weakness, procrastination, justifications, or bullshit excuses to stay as soon as I catch them. And for those of you guys that uh, are, there's like four levels of learning, right? So there's like, unconsciously incompetent. So that means you don't know what you don't know. So you're unconsciously incompetent. Then you're consciously incompetent. So you know... So it's like an example of unconscious incompetence is when you're trying to grow an online coaching business and you want to grow an online coaching business, but you have no idea how to start and you don't even know what you don't know. Like you don't even know what you're doing wrong. You just know that your online coaching business isn't growing, right? That's unconsciously incompetent. And then there's consciously incompetent, which is... You know what you're doing wrong. Like, you know that your marketing isn't working and you know that you don't have a good conversion system, but you don't know how to fix it. So you're consciously incompetent, like you're conscious of what's wrong. And then there's conscious competence, which means you're conscious and you're working on the solution. And then there's unconscious competence, which means it no longer requires your thought. You just do it correctly. And so there's a lot of times, like, I don't know what my flaws are because I'm not aware because sometimes it's hard to look at ourselves and have an accurate perspective of what it is that we need to do to grow. Am I right? Or am I wrong? Because like sometimes like we can't even see what we need to fix in ourselves. We just know that our mindset's off. Sometimes we can't even see what's going wrong with our content. We just know that we're not pulling clients. Sometimes we can't even see what's going on, but it's like, we don't know what we don't know. That's what we're talking about here. So that's unconscious incompetence. So there's a lot of things for me that are still over here. Like I don't even know what I don't know, but anytime that something comes into my awareness and I become conscious, of a flaw that I need to fix. And guys, I'm going to be honest. Like, I think the secret to my fucking success, I really do, is that any time that I've been made aware that I have a flaw, I fix it. Like my drug addiction. Like not only was it a drug addiction, but like I'm going to be completely honest with you guys, like it was a drug addiction that I was like literally lingering in the back of my mind for like years that I didn't know how to fix. And every time I'd go out and get like past the point of like being able to like, you know, un- see my mind clearly, I would want to do drugs. And now, it's like, wasn't until I actually voiced it. I didn't voice that to Kirsten until like a year into our relationship. And so, she thought that I just had a drug addiction, that it was over. But the truth is, it was like rearing its ugly head every time we got fucking drunk. Like, it wasn't until I actually sat her down and I was like, babe, like I don't think I can go to clubs or like bars with you anymore. And not because I don't love you, but like every time I get to a certain point, like it's like five, six, seven drinks. Like my brain consciously thinks of drugs if I'm out in the nightclub scene, like that's what where my mind goes to because that's where I was at. And it wasn't until I actually just was like honest, I'm like, this is my flaw and I'm gonna fix it. And then I went to see a counselor for six months straight every single week. And I just fixed my fucking flaws that's when my life progressed because then i was no longer derailed because i just no longer like babied my petty flaws but it's almost like i was afraid of telling kirsten and i was afraid of telling my counselor because i liked holding on to these like petty flaws and maybe in the back of my mind there was like some part of my brain that was like hoping that i'd get too drunk and i'd slip and i'd do drugs but it's like i just like now i play at the level where As soon as I'm aware that there's something that I'm doing that is taking value from my life or something that I'm doing that's taking value from another person that I love, I fucking fix it. No bullshit, no excuses. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say I want to change your life. And because I hold myself to that standard and I actually hold myself to that standard, here's what I do now is like my friends and myself, like we hold each other to extremely high standards and I hold my friends to that standard. One of the things that I don't tolerate in my life whatsoever and i like in my friend group and I don't have any friends like this is people who don't accept responsibility for their actions. Because for me, like guys, if like if me and you are friends... And I do something wrong Or I do something that completely triggers you And upsets you Like I'm always willing to see Like your side of the equation And ask myself like What did I do like wrong here, right? Guys, the reason me and Curtis Like we do argue for sure But the reason that when we like argue that we can come to a common ground is that both of us are willing to accept full responsibility. Both of us are like, okay, like here's what I did that pissed you off, and like I apologize for my part, and I'm deeply sorry for my part because my like I did no mean like in no way mean mean to offend you, and then she takes her responsibility for her part, and then we meet in the middle and we find a common ground. But I think that a lot of people aren't willing to look at themselves in the mirror and actually realize that they're the fucking reason that caused a part or if not all of the situation. And so a lot of people don't accept full responsibility in my life. And for those people, like... I don't have space for those people in my life. I also don't have space for those people in my business. I'm gonna be straight up. And it's like, my job as a coach is to give you the program. My job as a coach is to lay out the blueprint. My job as a coach is also to like mentor you and make sure that you've got support, like doing the units and following the program. But if you're not doing the fucking program, that's your fault. That's not my fault, that's your fault. Especially knowing that like, not only have I laid out the program step by step, But I've also like for your first four weeks that you're in the 10K Academy, like you've got like a group kickoff call and then you've got a small group chat and you've got like you've got like, you know, there's an extra coaching call specifically for you if you're in the first four. Like if you're not doing the program and you're in the 10K Academy, it's your fucking fault. Like we've set it up so that like you guys succeed. And so I have a no bullshit policy. So it's like if somebody's not getting results and I message them, I'm like, hey, what's going on? Like tell me what's going on in your business. And they're like, oh, I just haven't had time for the units. It's like that's bullshit. I love you, but that's bullshit. Like everybody has time for the units because if you have time for Netflix, you have time for the units. If you drive in your car to and from work, then you have time for the units. Like if you take a poo, you have headphones, like you have time for the units. And so I just have a no bullshit policy in my life. And it's because I hold myself to a no bullshit standard. And my friends, the people that are around me, and guys, this is especially true once you get to the 10K Mastermind. If you're in the 10K Mastermind and you're tuning in, can you let me know if this is real? Like in the 10K Academy, it's like there's a little bit more compassion, right? There's a little bit more like, it's not as savage as I might've made it seem right there. But in the 10K Mastermind, like like we don't let you play at a low level ever. And like if there's any excuses or any justifications for why you're not where you wanna be, like we will call you up fucking hard like hard in front of everyone because that's what it takes to be successful. Like I want you to be successful. And so I'm going to tell you the truth. You might not like it, but like no bullshit here. Like I'm going to fucking be straight up with you. I'm going to be like a hundred percent honest as fuck to tell you exactly what I think. Like no bullshit because, and the reason I'm able to do that authentically and it doesn't piss you guys off in the mastermind is because I actually do this with myself. Like I don't let myself play at a low level. It's just like I refuse to let myself make excuses. Like even if I get like, there's been days you guys where like, I don't miss morning ever, doesn't matter what, like I'd rather like jump off the nearest bridge. There's been days where I'll get three hours of sleep. During COVID, my head was like fucking pounding. Like I felt like my brain was like beating through my skull. And as I was meditating, my eyeballs, I could feel my heartbeat in my eyeballs and I still did it. Because that's the level I play at. There's no bullshit, no excuses. And the thing is like, My friends hold me to a high standard and they call me out and I'm willing to change immediately. If my friend calls me out on something, I will change like almost radically. If I like, if I have somebody that's really close to me in my life and they're like, yo, you're fucking up and like, here's where you're fucking up. And it's like, this is what it's the problem it's causing. I'm like, okay, like I will take that on the chin and I will accept it. And I will like do something and I will get better. But a lot of people don't do that. And a lot of people don't do that because they are not willing to do it with themselves. And so they can't hold other people that standard. And here's the funny thing, right? And we're talking about babying your petty flaws. Let's go back to Kirsten's analogy. Kirsten's counselor calls it babying your petty flaws. And so example of like bullshit would be like, if you have a bad day, you can't take that out on your clients. If you have a bad day, you can't take that out on your significant other. If you have a bad day, like you can't take that out on people that you love. That's a petty flaw. Like that's not good. And there's no reason for that to be acceptable. But my day was hard. It's that's bullshit. Like that's bullshit. And that's babying your petty flaws. And the thing is like, If you allow yourself to bullshit yourself, like if you allow yourself to lie to yourself and bullshit yourself about, you know, certain things, guess what's going to happen is you're going to attract what you are and you're going to get what you expect. And so if you're allowing yourself to lie to yourself, like sleeping in, I need to sleep. I don't have the time, right? I'm too busy. I'm too tired, right? All this shit. If you allow that, those excuses to live inside of you, then you're going to attract what you are. So, your content's gonna attract those types of clients. Your friend group's gonna be those types of people. And it's gonna be literally impossible for you to level up your life because, and it's gonna be impossible for you to hold your friends to a high standard because you can't even hold yourself to a high standard. You get what I'm saying here? Like, if you wanna level up your fucking life, you need to level up your fucking self. That's what I'm talking about. Like, what does this mean? This means that if you want to like, become a better version of yourself, if you want to make $10,000 a month, if you want the dreams, if you want to quit your job, if you want to be successful, if you want to start breaking records in PT Domination, if you're in PT Dom and you want to start being one of the top performers, it means you need to surround yourself with people who call you out on your bullshit qualities. Here's another thing that I think is really important is I think that a lot of people, there's this like, everybody's always heard this like fucking, everybody's already always heard this cheesing saying. It's like, oh, like, You're perfect as you are. Who's heard that before? You're perfect as you are. Who's heard that before? You are perfect as you are. You don't need to do nothing. You're like, you are like a snowflake dropped on a perfect bed of snow. You are perfect as you are. You need to reject that notion. That's bullshit. I'm sorry. That's complete bullshit. You're not perfect as you are. Like you've got flaws that are holding you back from being successful. And when we're talking about success, I'm talking about living the life of your fucking dreams. I'm talking about making more money than you've ever made. I'm talking about stepping up into a higher level of impact i'm talking about getting messages every single day from people saying like you've changed my fucking life then like if you want to get to that level then you need to stop babying your petty flaws and stop saying oh i don't need to change i'm perfect as i am no that's bullshit and that cheesy saying is allowing you to baby your petty flaws guys and here's the truth i talked about this on a previous podcast last week right If you don't have friends that call you the fuck out, then you need to pay for a seat at the table with the mentorship program so that that person or that group can call you out on your shit. Because it's hard to diagnose the prescription from inside of the bottle. It's hard to read the label from inside the bottle. So you're the person with the problem. It's hard to see the problem from the problem. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Because from your perspective, you might not have a problem. From your perspective, you're just fucking living life. And this is your story. But when somebody else that's succeeded at a high level can look at you and say like, this is the reason that you're not succeeding because you keep saying these things to yourself. Like you need to be around those people more so that they can call you the fuck out so that you can grow so that you can start having a no bullshit policy in yourself. So you can start elevating and surrounding yourself with people that are also no bullshit people so that you can accomplish your fucking dreams. Because as you start to rid yourself of your petty flaws, like no bullshit, no excuses, you will start to become a more high value person. If you're in the 10K Academy listening right now and you can fucking relate to this, let me know. Like once you started getting rid of your petty flaws and your bullshit and your excuses, how many of you feel like you became higher value people? Let me know. If you're tuning in from the Academy or the Mastermind and you can relate to that, once you started letting go of your petty flaws and your bullshit and your excuses, how many of you became more high value people? And as a more high value person, what's gonna happen is you attract what you are. You will begin to attract more high value people in your life because you are high value, right? You will be able to have conversations with high value people because you are high value and you'll be able to see the good in them and they see the good in you. And before you know it, one, two, maybe it's two months, maybe it's three months, maybe it's six months, maybe a year, you're gonna realize that you have a friend group like I do right now. You guys, my friend group is fucking amazing. My friend group, like we support each other. My friend group, we like help each other grow. My friend group, we call each other the fuck out when we need it. Me and Cole have had some seriously savage conversations that turn into good things. And they're not savages and rude, but they're savages in the truth. Like, I don't fucking like this when you do this. It pisses me off. And then the other person's like, okay, like, I'm going to be better at that. That's what it takes. But you can't have those, those types of relationships with other people if you don't have that type of relationship with yourself. And if you're unaware of what the problem is because you're living in the problem, then you need to pay for a seat at the fucking table with the mentorship group of people that can see you for, see your flaws and also see the good and call you on your flaws so you can get rid of those and just be the good. You're not perfect as you are. You have fucking flaws that are holding you back. That's it. And I want you guys to be successful. If you're listening to this right now, like I want you to make more money. I want you to change people's lives. I want you to impact more people. And guys, when you start surrounding yourself with people that are like, that have just made the decision to level the fuck up, that have made the decision, I will level up and I will do whatever it takes. You become stronger together. How many of you guys feel like that in the 10k Academy or in the 10k Mastermind? How many of you guys feel stronger together? Because it's like, you have like a community of people that fucking get you. Like I get, like you are doing what I'm doing and like it's cool, like we're doing it together. And the best part about this, you guys, the best part about this is I feel like the 10K Academy hasn't even started yet. Over the course of the weekend, I did hit a milestone. I don't know why I didn't talk about this on the podcast, it's crazy, but I hit a milestone, I hit a thousand members of my community, thousand 10K Academy members, which is super awesome. I'm so grateful and so excited and guys, we just started doing live events like just like this is the first one that we're throwing soon and the amount of Lifelong friendships that are gonna come from these high value Like I'm just so fucking excited because it's all these people that are in one room that have committed themselves to fucking growth and said I will do whatever the fuck it takes. I will pay the price I will do whatever is necessary in order to succeed and then all of those people are coming together in one room And it's just gonna form these friendships that will last for the rest of their lives. I'm so, so, so fucking excited about it. Guys, if you want those types of relationships where you like level each other up, all of us have those relationships where when you talk to the person, it's almost like you can feel the soul leaving your body. How many of you guys can relate to that? Where you like, you have a friend and every time you talk to them, you can literally feel the energy just like sucking negatively out of you. like, oh my God, this is terrible. We all have those relationships. And I think that It's not as common to have relationships where you like call them and you leave the call feeling energized as fuck. Like, ah, I love that dude. Oh, he's fucking awesome. I fucking love that chick she's amazing. But if you want those types of relationships, ones that level you the fuck up where you can become better people and stronger together, then it all starts with you. No bullshit, no excuses. Stop babying your petty flaws. That's it. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Peace and love, guys. Have the best day of your entire life, and I'll talk to you soon.